0: Good afternoon. Uh, It's 12 o'clock and welcome to the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. My name is Raik van Niekerk and this show is brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, Leaders in Business. It has been a pretty good Monday uh, on the markets. The all shares up 1.35 percent, The resources up nearly half a percent, industrials flying up 2 percent, financials up one and two, uh, two thirds. As well as the gold sector up nearly half a percent. Uh, on If we look at the individual shares, SPA is up 4.3%. Sabania Gold 4%. The JSC itself 3.4%. Naspas, uh, great showing today, 3.3%. Probably why the whole market is up. ShopRite also gained 3%. And uh, Sunlum up 29 uh, The losers... Uh Tile down 4.3%, Diskem down 1.5%, uh, Mediclinic 1.4%, and Vodacom just under 1%. If we look at international markets, the FTSE 100 in London up 07 the DAX uh, up 0.2%, and the CAC 40 also a higher nearly 0.4%. Earlier in uh, the Asian markets, the Nikkei rose 1.4%, Shanghai um, gained a half a percent. And the Hang Seng uh, was up 1.7%. Currently, Dow Jones futures are trading up nearly half a percent. Um, we look at the exchange rates. Uh, $1 will cost 12.56. The pound trades at 16.79. And the euro is at 14.71. Gold at $1,293. Brent crude at $76.40. And platinum just above $900 and, an ounce, $900 and 50 cents. Uh, Bitcoin currently at $7,593 or one hundred and one thousand rand, down slightly. Then on the capital markets, there are 186 trades at a yield of 8.56%. On the line is Wayne McCurry. He is an analyst at FNB Wealth and Investment. Wayne, welcome to the show. It's a pretty good Monday morning. What is driving the market?
1: Yes, it is. Look, it's really overseas news once again. I mean, the U.S. jobs data came out, and uh, that looks as though interest rates might not go up as much as what people anticipated. So that, that spurred the market on. And then secondly, the on-off, on-off talks between North Korea and America seem to be on again, and that also helped a little bit of the sentiment behind the market. So that's the real reason why we're seeing a very, very strong market here today.
0: Does that change the uh, international perceptions uh, of emerging markets, uh, that money may flow back? Um, because Correct, yes. And, and you know, how quickly does that sentiment change? You know, a few weeks oh. ago, it was, uh, you know, death uh, in the family virtually for, yes. for uh, like emerging markets like South Africa. Now things jump around.
1: Yeah, that's the markets, unfortunately. One day people love us, the next day they hate us. And and that's always been the case. Nothing has changed. So it's this so-called risk-on, risk-off story. Look, broadly speaking, the global environment is very supportive still of emerging markets. But the big negative is rising American interest rates. That's distinctly anti-emerging markets because money will flow home to America if the interest rates go up.
0: South Africa also benefited from NASPARS, of course. Uh, nearly twenty-five uh, yes. percent of the JSE, uh, up uh, two point. Uh, what is it now? Four uh, percent. Steady, uh, yes. steady performance.
1: Yeah, look, it's trading at three thousand two hundred odd rand a share. Remember, it's down from over four thousand, so it has come under a little bit of uh, stresses and strains, a lot relating to the stronger rand over the last while. But certainly it seems to have found a base around, around about the 3,000 grand share level and going up from them. And of course, as you said, it is by far the biggest share in our stock market. And what it does heavily influences the uh, performance of the market as a whole.
0: Yeah, Actually up 3.1% which is a, a a pretty decent performance um, of our biggest share. It does make a yes. a big difference on our market. Let's look at some corporate results, uh, corporate news on the market. Um, Delta Property Fund reported um, mm. uh, flat uh, performance operating profit and the distribution up 2% in serious real estate. Uh, slightly better operational yes. performance, but the distribution up only 4.7%. This sector is really is really battling at the moment.
1: No, it's battling. But there's two factors. Is affecting the sector. One is a lot of these companies have gone overseas and got a significant proportion of their asset base overseas, and of course some companies are fully global companies, and the strong rand does not help their distribution in rands, obviously. And the second negative is South African property market's tougher. No one's getting rental increases. In fact, you're getting whenever you go to your tenant and you want to revise your lease for the next three or five years on average, the rental comes down about 3 or 4%. So the South African market is tough. Now, if you get a a 6% distribution growth from your South African assets, you're doing extremely well. And then, of course, if you're overseas, you've got negative RAND growth because of the stronger RAND year on year. So Delta didn't do badly with the 2% increase in distribution. I'm a little bit surprised the share was at 3%. I would have thought... That would have been slightly disappointing for the market. That's two percent distribution growth, but uh, the market seemed to quite like it. So as I said, the share three percent.
0: Yeah, if you get uh, you know six percent, then you're actually just breaking even if you assume yes. the inflation rate is six percent. So these yes. are negative real term uh, performances, and yes. uh, a few you know a year or two ago, it was the darling of the JSE, you know, giving north of eight re- percent yields, and yes. shows you that you know this sector is not as stable as many people think.
1: No, it's not. Look, when everyone went overseas under the Zuma years and had your property overseas, and the RAND was collapsing around your ears, it was just the most wonderful investment ever. And you could show, some companies were showing distribution growths above 10%. Now, the RAND is a structurally weak currency. These periods of strength only really arise because the currency just effectively falls too much to start off with, and then it just comes back to some level of a reasonable value so over time your global assets will pay off in rands because you know over long time periods of rands of, of long time periods the rand weakness would probably give you five six seven percent growth in rands on your global assets that has been tough for global assets in the last mm-hmm. year and uh, not quite a year eight months
0: yeah and add resilient to the mix and uh, the sectors yes, indeed not help. A Indeed, not a happy sector. Um, Novus, the printing company, uh, announced today that Keith Roon, the CEO, resigned. Uh, It seems like he uh, will leave this office on the 15th of June. He will stick around to help with a a changeover. But it uh, seems sudden and without proper contingency plans in place um, and probably follows the loss of several printing contracts to competitors like Caxton the share price also down 3%, and the share down 50% year-to-date. Uh, yeah. What do you the make of printing that?
1: industry, printing industry is a tough industry because it's in terminal decline. So this is a seriously tough industry. And of course, whenever you see an announcement like this and the chairman or some other non-executive board member is taking over as CEO, you know it was unplanned. Mm. So you know, And it shows that there wasn't and it, it's not just Nova, there's plenty of companies. It shows you it it, it wasn't quite in their in their plans for the for the in for the managing director to leave.
0: Yeah. Then Richmond, um acquired watchfinder.co.uk, yes. a leading online retailer of pre-owned premium watches. Um, it also has several physical branches, and uh, yes. it's just another online uh, acquisition or acquisition of an online business by yep. Richman. Uh, it seems like Johan Rupert is really uh, driving this agenda and this strategy.
1: Hugely so. I mean, it's quite clear. He's, he sees the trends and how they're developing, and he wants to get into it. Look, they also made a disposal... As far as I could make out, these were relatively small acquisition and disposal, but johannes 's been going into this for a while now in fact
0: yeah netta Porter obviously the big one um, and yes. I think Durfry is the is the other one um, interesting uh, investments there and from a very traditional market, you know luxury watches or premium watches i yeah. don't i 't know when last you bought one uh, and I never bought one <laughs> but uh, I must say, I think you do your research online as opposed to a a branch in Switzerland. But then another interesting statement from Stadio, of course, the tertiary uh, Mm. division of uh, the PSG Group um, spin out of um, Cairo not too long ago. It bought eight hectares of land in Durbanville in the Western Cape. And they want to build a tertiary facility there or a campus to accommodate four to five thousand students. Um, The share price shot up, up nearly 10%. But uh, what do you think they paid for eight hectares of land in Durbanville? I
1: looked carefully. I didn't see the red value, so I don't actually know.
0: But it's going to be but, a mean, pretty penny. Yeah,
1: you know, clearly it's part of the the uh, growth strategy because, you know, the Stadia and Cura and the other ones in the sector, there's still a lot of potential growth. In fact, the only thing really holding them back is getting the facilities, and that's why they're buying this new land and expanding because, you know, they can grow student numbers at the different income levels quite significantly because of the state of of government education. Lots of lots of parents want to send their, their children to schools outside of the government system if they can afford it
0: mm. but there's a lot of if and buts for for Kira as well as stadio um a lot of potential in the making the share prices are expensive um but with that expectation as as you explained that uh, it will become really a big business in in the future yeah um, is, so well. is it maybe are those evaluations not maybe a bit overstated look. They could be, but over time,
1: I think they'll grow into those valuations. Maybe not the first couple of years. In the in this next couple of years, they're spending cash. And when you start a school, you don't make money until the student numbers get up. But I think over time, that the probably probably the prices are justified, quite frankly.
0: Yeah, I think Sadio hasn't even shown a profit yet. Um, interesting yep. company nonetheless. Then KPMG, uh, the yes. uh, audit firm that is uh, a bit tainted after the Gupta scandal, Um, they have and they announced this morning they want to lay off 400 employees in south africa Um, and uh, obviously it follows the loss of several large clients very high profile listed um, clients as well as as government in some instances this is probably not surprising and maybe it's even uh, fewer employees than many people would have thought
1: yeah look I'm, i'm surprised they've taken so long to do something because you do not ever recover from this you know once you are tainted once your name is tainted and effectively, auditing firms and doctors and lawyers and everyone in that sort of professional field, your name is everything. If you lose credibility, you you dead. And you can take any listed company that's got KPMG as an auditor. It's not worth the effort to 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 defend their appointment. It's just not worth your effort. Even if you, even if the people dealing with your account are completely above board, you're just wasting energy trying to defend keeping them on as auditors. It's much easier just to just to drop them and point other auditors. So I'm surprised that it's taken so long. And I'm also surprised they haven't tried to salvage the business by spinning it off, changing the name, you know, coming out with, I know they've got new management, but changing the name and just trying to reposition the business as far away as possible from the old KPMG. But when you lose so many clients, you've got no option. You've got to retrench people, and cut costs.
0: Mm. Well, look how quickly um, Star jumped to change its name to Pepco just to get away from the Steinhoff brand. Uh, There's just so much negativity around the brand, and uh, they don't want to be associated with it. Yeah, and you
1: want to move forward. And to somehow put this all behind you if you can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Then, uh, when just lastly, uh, we will see a GDP number yeah. um, this week. Um, to you know, some uh, economists expect uh, a shocking number, and uh, it's it, it, it. How will that impact our markets um, if we do see, say, a number close to zero?
1: Look broadly speaking, the market's expecting a bit of a shocker, uh, and and it seems it seems quite sort of almost common knowledge that the markets expecting a problem a very low number, which will, of course, bring down a few forecasts for this year's GDP. So, quite frankly, if it comes out at half a percent, I think the market will be all right. Lower than that, I think the shares might take some strain. Mm.
0: But the expectation is from Treasury as well as from the Reserve Bank, is uh, is that the growth for the year would be around 1.5 to 1.7 percent. But if we do see a bad number, it means that the remaining three quarters should perform above expectation.
1: Correct, they should. Look, I don't think there's a problem with this year's GDP. I don't think that's a problem at all. It's just that for some technical reasons and some export reasons and holidays and all these funny things thrown into a pot, it looks as though this number is going to be quite a poor number and certainly a lot poorer than what the market was forecasting three or four months ago. But over the last three or four months, all the data that's come in, the sort of coincident data and the indicating data, shows a relatively
0: poor quarter, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you, Wayne. That was Wayne McCurry. He is from F&B Wealth and Investment. Just a last look at the markets. Uh, the JSE All share up uh, nearly 1.4%. Resources up half a percent. Industrials uh, up uh, around 2%. Uh, financials up 1.7%. And the gold index nearly half a percent. Um, If we look uh, internationally, the FTSE 100 up uh, 0.7%, the DAX uh, just over 0.2%, the CAC 40 nearly 0.4%. And uh, that is unfortunately all we have uh, for today. And this show was brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, leaders in business.
1: Numbers rule the world. Inflation, interest rates, petrol price. And when numbers change, you need to know how to respond especially when it comes to business. Partner with a chartered accountant and get far more than a numbers person. A CASA is equipped with holistic business acumen and decision-making expertise when evaluating your business's future growth. Partner with a responsible leader in business. Partner with a CASA today. Go to psycha.co.za.
0: My name is Fanny Kirk, and thank you for tuning in.